If you're a new listener to the ATA Podcasting Network, welcome. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. Welcome to the newest podcast production in the ATA Network. Network. We've been talking about it a few times throughout the past couple of months, especially in the 100th episode that we did. You may have seen the Twitter handle for it, and you may have heard the special episode that we did in January for this new show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Helicarrier, the S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. This installment of Helicarrier podcast marks as episode zero that you can say is like a prequel to the podcast because how can you start a new podcast without getting some proper introductions from your host? If you listen to the regular ATA podcast, then you know who I am by now. But for new listeners out there, my name is Andrew Bach. I'm a podcast host and a writer for this network. And don't worry to you newbies out there. You'll get to know me pretty soon. But first, I want to introduce you guys to my co-host, who it was a long search. But we fin- I finally found the right co-host for Hello Carrier Podcast. He's the co-owner of the comic book website, comicbooktherapy.com. He's Canadian, which means he's awesome. And he is, like me, a big fan of the awesomeness that is John Barrowman. Ladies and gentlemen, it's an honor to introduce the latest member to the ATN Network, <laughs> Mr. Chris Duker. Chris, welcome. Thanks, Andy. Hey, everyone. Uh, yeah, as Andy said, uh, I'm uh, Chris Duker and uh, co-owner of comicbooktherapy.com. Really happy to be on the show. I'm doing this with Andy. I've been talking to Andy for a little while here now and very jealous of his recent San Diego <laughs> visit. And uh, we're going to talk a bit about that. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're going to talk a bit about that. Well, he's going to talk about it because I wasn't there. I just lived vicariously through him during that uh, four days. And uh, yeah, it's great to be on the show across the airwaves. Thanks for having me. And uh, for comicbooktherapy.com, folks, uh, we'll be putting this podcast on our site as well. So uh, let's share the love and get going. Exactly, and um, uh, so before we get into you know the, how the show is going to work and so let's talk up you know we're gonna let's talk about you know we're gonna introduce ourselves you know who we are like you know and like what kind of people we are and so on. But I think you know because most people have probably heard my annoying voice so many times. Let's okay, Chris. So tell you know tell people like stuff about you you know geeky stuff. Um, you know what what excites you about you know working with your you know your website and uh, you know what else, and then what else you do in general. All right. Well, first, before I begin, I'll have to apologize in advance to everybody that if I'm clearing my throat throughout this podcast, it's because uh, my allergies are killing me today. But so I apologize if you hear a throat clearing halfway through. Uh, yeah, a bit about me. Um, Canadian, which is awesome. Thanks, Andy. Woo! <laughs> uh, we're, we're pretty humble up here, but uh, yes, hey, we, we are. And uh, so, yeah, I, I've been a comic book lover for as long as I can remember. The first two comics my mom ever bought for me from the grocery store, not even a comic store, uh, was Superman and Spider-Man and uh, amazing Spider-Man actually. And ever since that day, that young, young age, I will not give you a year. Uh, <laughs> I've been, uh, I've been a fan. Uh, amazing Spider-Man's my favorite hero of all time, along with, uh, Superman here and there. He's kind of, they're kind of let me down. We can get into that on another show, but, um, also a, a big Wolverine fan, and he just happens to be a Canadian character, which is pretty cool. Anyway, <clears throat> growing up uh, growing up through the years, uh, comics have always been there for me, uh, whether it's a good day or a bad day. Sometimes on a bad day, I just escape through a comic. I still do to this day, and I always push the importance of reading. Uh, comics really were a gateway to get me to reading actual novels. Uh, don't get me wrong, comics are reading, comics are fun, and hence why I'm even talking to you right now. Uh, I'm a big 
sci-fi fan all around, not just comics. I will never knock anyone for uh, having an opinion that's different than mine. I think if you if you love a show or you love a certain thing, then then that's what you love, and you know everyone should support that. Um, recently, uh, at the Calgary Expo this year, 2013, I had uh, the honor of meeting the Torchwood cast, uh, which we can get into a bit later, and also Mitch Pileggi from the X Files, which was pretty awesome. He played Walter Skinner on the X Files series. If you saw that, which I'm sure you did, unless you're living under a rock or in <laughs> Sweden. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so yeah, there's a, there's a bit about me. I also, we started the website comicbooktherapy.com uh, in November, 2010. Uh, there is myself, Comic Canuck in Canada. Uh, there is Pedro in the UK and there's Danny in Arizona and Mike in California. And the four of us co-own the site. We, quietly call ourselves the United Nations of comic book sites because we're scattered all over the world. And we've got a great set of followers, great set of listeners, and we love doing what we do every day. We all have day jobs, but hey, you know what? There's always time for comics and other related. So there you go. Okay, so I will take, I will put that Swedish insult um, behind. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. There. Uh, it's all right. Canadian. Yeah. I apologized immediately. It's all right. Well, so, to p- new people out there, well, I'm I'm Andrew Byte. I'm um, I, I write and podcast for this website. Um, you may have seen my work on other websites as well. I'm um, I'm a writer for um, Keysight TV, also known as Krypton Site, um, KeysightTV.com, which is owned by a good friend of mine and a great boss named Craig Byrne, who is the creator of Green Arrow TV. Uh, one side, vampire side, and shield side, which we'll talk about a little bit later on the show. Yay! Uh, yay! Shield side, and um, I work for the website Comicosity, which is a, mute, a website owned by Aaron Long, who's a mutual. They're very, of, co- very cool people over there. They're really good people, and you know we will put up a little link for you guys later on, so you can check it out. And um, and so that's where I work for. So I work, for, yeah, I work for ATA, Kisa TV. Kamigazity, and who knows? Maybe I will do something for comicbookfairy.com. Uh, well, that that would be great if if we uh, if we get there. <laughs> yeah, kidding. yeah, well, yeah, of course. And um, so yeah, and li- and like um, like Chris, I'm really happy to be doing this show. I'm really, you know, this you know this is not just an ATA production anymore. This is an ATA slash comicbookfairy production. So you will you will you will be able to find this show on two websites. On comicbookfairy.com and across the areas.com. So double the excitement, kids. Double, double the excitement. excitement. Although with us as hosts, it will feel like fourth time, fourth, dub, fourth double or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, there shouldn't be any math on this podcast. They should not. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, good, good lord, no. Uh, once we start hearing about how many episodes is, gonna, is Shield going to have or whatever, you know, that's when we're going to go into a total spiral. And huh. um, yeah, so I'm. Um, I write a lot. I write a lot, and I'm, I love comic books. I'm a huge nerd. You will get to hear it soon. Um, my, you know, Superman is my favorite character in the DC, in DC universe. Uh, Spider-Man is my favorite in the Marvel universe, and I, hmm, and Wolverine is somewhere there as well. <laughs> well, Wolverine is awesome. So and the yeah. movie, by the way, is awesome. I yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm gonna see it pretty soon, and you might get to hear me and Chris talk about it. 
in a, in a few weeks. And there'll be no spoilers, kids. Spoiler-free reviews. Spoiler-free reviews. If we can help it, we'll let you know ahead of time. Really? We're going to do a spoiler-free review? Well, no. Just at first. If it's new. If it's brand new, let's, let's just... If it's brand new, we will not do spoilers. If there are spoilers, we will let you know that yeah. for the next two minutes there will be spoilers... And then you can come back and keep listening to us. <laughs> you're so cute for the next two minutes. You should trust me, sweetie. When you talk, when you talk spoilers with me, that goes on forever. <laughs> uh, okay. So, but yeah, that's um, you know, um, a little bit, a little more specific. What I do here on ATI, I covered um, the arrow section with Dan and Nico. I do the Glee section with Wu. I do Once Upon a Time with Dan. I do the following with um, Nico. I think that's it. So, yeah, make sure to check out the regular ATA podcast. And now you're doing this awesome podcast with me. I'm Yes, I'm doing this very awesome podcast. And by the way, folks, just so you're if you're at home and it's a Friday night or whenever you're listening to this, uh, if you're playing a drinking game and you've listened to the first, what, five, seven minutes of this so far, we've said awesome about seven times. So we'll probably say it again. So every time you hear that word, you should probably drink. Here's just the saying. thing. They can also have a drinking game whenever I say you know or like because when i edit episodes there's so many times i hear myself saying you know you know you know well if i say the word if i say a which is a typically canadian thing to say then that is eight drinks eight drinks okay because i'll try to curb that but you know it might it might slip out once in a while all righty <laughs> <laughs> and hey, um, sir, go ahead now go ahead I was going to say, what we should do here, Andy, we've totally forgotten, and no, by no fault of our own, it just happens sometimes. Uh, we should really point out the fact of, really, the, the people that kind of brought us together here, that introduced us, are the guys over at We Talk Podcasts. Yes. Uh, Mo and Brett and Keith, they all suggested that you and I should chat and uh, potentially do this podcast. So thanks to you guys. Yeah, thank you guys, and you know... There, there! I said it. I said it. Uh, I said, you know, okay. I drink. Okay. <laughs> there's a, there's a possibility that we might have one of the one of those guys on the show somewhere in the future because they are lovely. And if you haven't checked out their podcast, go to wetalkpodcast.com and check out their podcast. It's they have several podcasts there. Especially it, their best one is definitely their We Talk Comics podcast. So, and they were definitely, you know, I when I was looking for a host. I went through several people to find a host, and they some some were interested, but they couldn't commit. Some people just couldn't, and some people re- kept recommending me to as certain other certain people. And Chris was one of them. And is we you're gonna hear how how similar we are as nerds because, like I said, we are both big fans of John Berman. We will talk about that a little bit soon. And yes, look. This is the shield pocket, I know, but well, we got to give people background. It's this is really yeah, like the, uh, exactly. This is but, the and also, here's the thing: John Berman, you can talk about him everywhere. Huh. Well, this is really the origin issue. Exactly. Exactly. So it's going to be worth a lot of money one day, kids. Keep this recording, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'll stop calling you kids because now that's ten drinks. I've said that three times. You said kids one time. Uh, I thought I said it before. Okay. F- well, we'll see. Okay. Everyone's turning off right now. Please don't, yeah, please, please don't run yeah, away. We'll talk yeah, about Shield. We'll yeah, talk about Shield, exactly. I promise. We actually, yes, let's get into... I was able to attend Comic-Con this year. Next year, I promise you that me and Chris will be there together. You will see lots of awesome photos. But let's let's talk about San Diego Comic-Con 2013. Yes. So, Go ahead. 
Go. <laughs> yes, yes, because I was the only one out of us who went there. Hey, you know what, sir? I got to jump in. This guy's determination and drive to go and be at San Diego was amazing. He slept on the street three nights in a row. Well, and... actually, it was there was five nights in a row. But here's the thing: five nights. Okay. Well, I came, I came on Tuesday, and I actually slept at a hotel that night. But from Wednesday to Thursday, Thursday to Friday, Friday to Saturday, and Saturday to Sunday, I slept outside. And here's the deal: I didn't get a hotel because I, you know. I'm a high I'm a high school graduate from a year since a year ago and I I don't have a job. So and you know, getting to Comic Con was actually thanks to my parents. So Ooh, thanks. Thanks Andy's parents. Um <laughs> so that's how I got there, but a hotel I just couldn't get. But that's fine because I really wanted to go to all the panels and I got there were so many panels I got to go to. Um um so but yeah, let's focus it on Marvel and then we will talk about some other non-Marvel stuff. First of all, the Shield panel, the Marvel Age Shield <laughs> panel. Well, here's the thing: when I heard that they were gonna have it in Ballroom 20, I was kind of pissed because I felt that, hey, you don't give Josh Sweden Ballroom 20, you give him Hall H. Damn right. D- damn straight. Exactly. So, but we can get away with saying hell and damn, right? Yes, of course. Okay, good. Correct. And. Uh, but here's the thing, you know, they they had Game of Thrones and Dex, not Dexter, they had The Walking Dead that that day. So, of, I can understand why they couldn't have Shielder, but they could have had him later or whatever. But it's fine. So, but I I camped out from Thursday to Friday. And here's the thing: when I heard the Shield panel was going to be 75 minutes long, I kept asking myself, are they going to show the pilot? Because there's no there's not a single panel that I can think of, especially a TV panel, or a, especially a TV panel for a news show that gets more than 45 minutes. Arrow, I don't think even Arrow got it last year. So they, I think they maybe have, maybe they got 60 minutes or whatever. But 75 minutes is a long time for a panel, and an episode is usually 43 minutes. So you can squeeze, you can put up a, a screening and a Q&A. So I kept thinking, are they going to show the pilot? Are they going to show the pilot? I think they're going to show the pilot. So I'm sitting there in my shield shirt, which I which I I got four of them, and um, not to brag, but I just did. And, um, and he got one for me, which is awesome. Yes, yeah, exactly. There you go, awesome drink. Oh, that's twice. Oh, glug. Um, so <laughs> they they put in another. Okay, before the panel begins, I'm sitting there on the second row. They put it in a second table, and I'm thinking, wow, there's going to be a lot of people here. And I keep, I keep thinking, what else would they do on this on this panel? Because, you know, you can't have a Q&A about characters that we don't know anything about. Because here's the thing. The, the general majority of the TV audience, the TV audience doesn't check uh, casting breakdowns and so on. I, 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 you know, because I was going to be one of the hosts, I kept a close eye on everything shield related and so I knew about these characters in a in a way a little bit but I still kept thinking you can't have a Q&A for 75 minutes uh, in a trailer about characters that people don't doesn't know about uh, besides from Coulson that's not a spoiler he he's the main character of the show so the panel starts and uh, you know they uh, everybody comes in if you check on YouTube go and look for Marvel Age of Shield panel on YouTube, you will. There's a point where when Clark Gregg comes in, 
and you will start hear, see, hearing somebody from the second row screaming, Colson, Colson. And then everybody starts chanting it. I, I don't want to brag, but I actually got, people actually told me that I was the one who started it. So I was you the know, one who, What? I was going to say it's true, because without you, no one would have chanted Colson. Yeah, but I, I, because I kept first, first I kept thinking, well, maybe there was somebody in the in the back row or whatever. But because people heard, you know, but because on the first and second row, people heard me. They and they said to me after the first chant that way to go, dude. Uh, because you, um, I was like, yeah, you know, of course. Uh, and then Joss Whedon came in, and I was and I was in a, such a geeky mood that I started chanting, we that we that and. What happens? The the room follows, and they keep they they start chanting Whedon as well. I felt that was a, a great highlight from that panel. So they talk about a little bit about the show, and then they open up the Q and A. There was a cute kid uh, who was I he had there was something really something with uh, Make a Wish Foundation, and one of that one of his wishes for the, uh, was to go to the Shield panel. All of the thing was he he had. I have seen it he, because he, later on, I think I saw him on some other panel, and he said the same thing that you know it, this was one of my wishes uh, in the Make a, Make a Wish Foundation. It was cute because he was dressed up as Two Face, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna bash this kid. So and he, he was he was adorable. Uh, he asks, I, I think he asked some really good questions as well. But then we get to the third question, which comes from a young woman who asks, Joss, can we see a clip?" And just starts saying that, well, you know, there were some legal problems. You know, we couldn't show you the clip, so because of, because of that and, and that and that and that, so we can't show you the clip. We're just gonna show you the, the episode, and the room just explodes. And I, I didn't start screaming. I told you so, but I started screaming. I knew it, and I started jumping up and down. And people were like, "Oh my god, dude, calm down!" Like they were laughing, and they were. It was, and then we. And you were crying. I was crying. I, I, I was crying a little bit. A little bit. I was crying. So we got to see the episode, and and guys, I'm not gonna talk about the episode because I want you guys to check out the episode yourself when it premieres on September 24th, 8 p.m. on ABC, Tuesday night. Remember that. But I will say this. And in Canada, it's gonna air on CTV. Yeah, exactly. So it's gonna be on the same day and whatever. So yeah, it's gonna be cool. And. One thing I will say about the pilot is that it's fantastic. I won't get any spoilers away because I don't, I'm not that guy. But it was fantastic, and I glad. I think it was a good move by Marvel and ABC and the creative team behind Shield to show the pilot because. Okay, look this this pilot uh, this this show already has a lot of buzz before Comic Con, like way back in in fall when it was announced. But I think that the, the ultimate buzz stick was to show the pilot and it was fantastic and uh, you know the the characters were great the cast members on the panel was fantastic like i love ming na wen i'm a huge fan of her especially and she's not oh, and she, she's she, i can say that it's okay yeah she's beautiful she's so beautiful and um and a great actress yeah she's a great actress. i mean I'm, by the way if uh, ming na wen if you're listening to this and i hope you are meant no disrespect it was only a compliment yeah no but she She's a beautiful badass, beautiful talented badass, and um, you know, she, I, to me, she will always now she will always be Agent Melinda May, but also Mulan because I'm a big fan of the Mulan movie. You know, she, Mulan is thing in my top three favorite Disney movies. 
you know, I was a big, sorry, I was a big fan of her on uh, Stargate Universe. The uh, the very unsung uh, great, it was I'd say it was the best Stargate spinoff, and it was fantastic. It died a short death, but uh, she was great in that show as well. I heard, so if I you get a chance to check out Stargate Universe, check it out. I heard she's, I heard she's a fan favorite from that show. So that's great casting. There's the whole cast is perfect. I think I I think you, everybody's gonna love all the characters and like Colson. Colson is back, guys. He's back. I have a theory on how he's back. Do you want to hear my theory? Yeah, you know we can we can talk about theories here, and I won't say whether you're right or wrong. But I, you know, no, I that's think, good because that'll be a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, my theory, my theory on it is, uh, and if you don't know the Marvel Universe, uh, which is totally fair, and we're happy that you're listening to us because this is your chance to learn about it, or if you're a big fan, you'll kind of get what I'm talking about. Uh, Shield, being the uh, international agency that they are, they have they put in place for important figures and key figures, uh, LMDs, life model decoys. They're essentially artificial intelligence. They're robots that look just like the person. And let's say you're reading a comic. Nick Fury dies. You're like, oh my god, he's dead! Aha! And then two episodes or two issues later, he's back, and it's revealed that a life model decoy was in his place, and he actually didn't die. So, my theory when I saw the Avengers, and this is a spoiler alert, so if you haven't seen the Avengers, hold off for oh my god, if you have not seconds. seen if you've not seen the Avengers by now, what's wrong with you? Well, I'm pretty sure Mo from We Talk Comics has not seen it yet. Sorry, Mo, I outed you there. You better see it. <laughs> if he has seen it since the time this airs, I apologize. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> sorry, Mo. Anyhow, uh, when Agent Coulson gets it in Avengers, I thought, that's it. It's a life model decoy. And then when I heard he was coming back into the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show, I, I thought, ah, that's got to be it. Or Joss Whedon's going to blow my mind and it's going to be something totally different. There you go. I will say this. People that are questioning that this that it feels like a sheep weight, that they are just, they're just bringing him back from the dead from the Avengers. Here's the thing, people. Spoiler alert. There were some effing hints in the movie that something was up with his death. Or, you know, I will put on my quote, quote fingers, death. <laughs> Watch the damn movie again and you'll see the hints because I've seen so many comments on the internet. Look, there's both people that are really excited about this show and people are like, oh my god, they're just trying to milk it out. No, of course not. they are. No, <laughs> you <laughs> well, know what? Sorry. Of course well, they are because they know they have a great thing and they're going to do it right and. They're going to make yeah, exactly. a ton so, of money on it. It's fantastic for us. So if you're milking, yeah, you know, because milking something out isn't always a bad thing. If you know it's a good property, then give people more. Like Doctor Who and Torchwood. For shizzle. Exactly. And um, we'll come back to that later. What? We'll come back to that later. Though. Yes. Oh, we, we, we will. And, Apologies. Um, so watch the movie. Watch the specific scenes uh, involving Colson and about Colson. And you will see that there's something up with that. And, um, yeah, we read, you know, there's some, if you have seen some interviews on the internet for, with from the cast from, like, IGN and S.H.I.E.L.D. side, you know, keep, th- those are great sites to go to, so if you want get to get to know the a- actors more and their characters, do that. You can follow uh, S.H.I.E.L.D., the TV show, the official web, uh, Twitter handler at Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. on Twitter. And you can follow them on Facebook, and I think they're on Google Plus as well, but Facebook and Twitter especially. And um, so, and the thing was that after the pilot was 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 screened, there wasn't. I'm so a... jealous! I'm so jealous! You bastard! You... All right. Let's Sorry go. about that, folks. A little swearing. My apologies. No, 
I don't think bathroom counts as a swear word. Uh, it's close. It's close. Yeah, but I'm not going to take it out. Oh, uh, also, you should also follow Mingna Wen on uh, Twitter. She's at Mingna, M-I-N-G-N-A. Yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna tell you uh, all the information you need to know uh, by the end of the show, because you need to follow these people. They're they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, after the, the pilot was seen screened, uh, they they didn't talk. We didn't get a Q and A Q&A, sadly because they you know the, Jeff Loeb, who is amazing. He was amazing on Smallville. I think I think he's a great comp. I know he's a good comic book writer. Comic book writer, there we go, and um, he's he's an executive producer on Shield, which is very exciting. So he was a great moderator, and he kept, you know he was talking with the with the with the cast uh, and the and the crew, which was good, to be honest. So yeah, hopefully we will get to see him write some great episodes of the show. Yeah, so there wasn't much. There's not much to talk about from the Shield pile, uh, the Shield panel. It, I'm I'm just gonna say that it was a great experience. It was incredibly entertaining. It was so great to see Clark Gregg and Josh Sweden, and uh, I posted some. I posted uh, photos uh, from the panel on our Shield uh, Shield Twitter feed, which uh, we will give all the information later on. And um, no, but it was amazing. It was amazing to be on that in that room. And I hope if you were there, uh, I know there there's a um, there was a fan, a big fan of Josh Sweden, um, Maya, who. Who really wanted a shield shirt? So I, uh, I, I sold her uh, a shield shirt, incredibly cheap, and uh, she gave a little shout out on, on her Twitter feed to check out our show. So thank you, Maya, and I hope you will enjoy the show uh, as much as we w- will. And um, if you, and if any of you guys who are listening to this right now was in the shield panel, uh, the sh- in, in the room for the shield panel, please tweet us. Um, um, when, it, when we get, give out the Twitter uh, name and tell us what you felt thought about the pilot and the panel, and um, that, that's that's all the info we have, uh, things we have to say about the panel. So let's talk about some Marvel stuff that we heard, that we well that I get to see at <laughs> that I will tell my friend Chris and you guys. So a Saturday, they um, it was a big day in Hall H. They had Warner Brothers, Lionsgate. Fox and Marvel, and because we are doing a show about a Marvel show, we should talk about some Marvel movies as well. But of course, you know I'm a DC and a Marvel fan, so don't think that I'm. Oh, he doesn't like anything. Look, guys, I'm a, I'm addicted to Arrow, for shizzle, for real. So I'm just saying. Okay, so I like every time, every time uh, Andy says for shizzle, uh, a kitten dies. <laughs> just kidding. And I see a dead kitten lying on my bed. No, I'm oh, kidding. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, okay. Let's, okay. Let's, let's um. Let's cut that out. Yeah, let's. No, we will. Keep, we'll keep it. Because... All right, let's keep it. This is episode zero. Really, yeah, who's listening? Exactly. Two people. Come on. Yeah. So, okay, let's. The first Marvel movie that. Okay, the first Marvel event at the Marvel panel was. You probably heard by now, but Tom Hiddleston showed up, full on Loki, totally in character, in his costume, and he was. Owning the stage, I think he was. It was so hilarious. He was talking. He was Loki, telling everybody to kneel before him. You know, scream, shout, scream his name, and everything. And it was just fantastic. That was entertaining, entertaining as heck. So, and we got to see a four trailer. Um, it was pretty good. Um, Christopher, you know, because me and Chris, we are big Doctor Who fans, and the main villain, um, is played by. Ninth Doctor, 
Christopher Eccleston. And I think he, I think he's going to do a great job. I'm not familiar with the character himself uh, that he's playing in this movie, but he looked awesome. And if you've seen previous trailers, you, he looks badass. And like, Chris, because we saw Doctor Who, we saw that he had some, he brought some dark sides to the Doctor. Do you think he, he's going to make a great villain? Oh, most definitely. I think he, he's got. <clears throat> I, I would like to see his villain uh, be a bit of a smartass too, because he has a really good delivery, uh, uh, just one-liners that are, are when he was Doctor Who. And uh, but I could totally see him playing the the evil side of things. And it's nice to see a character you know pretty much as a, as a hero in recent memory uh, turn onto the villain side, which uh, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, Saturday wasn't a really a four panel because. Uh, Lo- um, Tom Hiddleston was the only actor presence there. I think everybody else was out shooting um, their, you know, their own movies or whatever. So, but the trailer was great, and his pres- his presence at the at state at the stage there was entertaining as hell. So, uh, but let's talk about a little bit in general about this movie. Like, how much do you know about this movie? How, how excited are you for this movie? Yeah, I th- <laughs> how excited am I? I think it's going to be off the charts. You know, nerdgasm. What do you think? I'm I'm excited. I think the thing was that I didn't really when the tra- when the title came out, I was like, so what's it about? And I think it's gonna be more Asgard based this time. I'm not, you know, I'm I don't know if it's if it's for the Dark World is based on a specific storyline from the comics. I, I maybe it is. It might be. But well, I, no, go on. No, keep going. Go on. No, I talk too much. Go on. <laughs> talk too much people are going to be listening to us for at least an hour or so or more uh which is okay please keep listening uh, yeah. please come back tell your friends anyhow um yeah I, I you know i think a lot a lot of issue uh a lot of people had issues with the first thor uh, i loved it i thought it was great you had to have the character development you had to introduce I love asgard that movie. That was yeah great. i thought they i thought they married earth with asgard perfectly um and uh and i think really this one's going to be action-packed from beginning to end, and uh, yeah, you're. Just, I think people are gonna love it. Like the preview looks incredible. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, that, it's it looks fantastic. I see. I saw some set photos when it was still in production, and it looked it looked pretty amazing. I, they shot a lot of it in um, in UK, I believe, which was, I think, while I was there, I was studying um, a film course uh, from September to March this year. I was in London, and I heard that they were. Not far away. I don't think. I think they were pretty close to where I was. Uh, maybe like a city away or whatever. So I saw a photo and I'm like, "This is amazing. This is, this looks really good." And props to all of our listeners in the UK. You guys rock. I was I'm, I was gonna try doing British accent, but I can't. We shouldn't. No, they'd never. So, yeah, <laughs> they'd, I, they'd hate us. <laughs> yeah, I was okay. To you, British people, you're awesome. And I, you know, it looks. I, I, I think UK is a beautiful country to shoot things in. I think that Guardians of the Galaxy, which we will talk about in momentarily, um, was sh- is shooting right now in UK as well. It, it's, I think UK is a great country. It's like Vancouver in Canada. You know, they, it's for TV shows. It's amazing to shoot TV shows in Vancouver, and it's amazing to shoot movies in, of course, in Vancouver, but also especially in UK. But back to Thor. Back to Thor. Yeah, there's not much to say about Thor. It's. Um, Chris Hemsworth is great. I'm looking forward to see another four movie now, after the Avengers and so on. And um, who knows? Maybe he might do a little cameo on Shield. My, I, I think they. Might, 
I think we're going to see some cameos during the the, the show's run. Um, maybe not this season, but I think that we're going to feel the Avengers the, the Avengers world in on the show. So now let's talk about the sequel to Captain America, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. We got to see a scene, and then. Um, Snippets of uh, several scenes, and it, 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 it exploded into a full trailer. And by the way, sir, before we continue, if you have not seen Captain America, go watch Captain America. But listen to the rest of this right now at your own discretion. Yeah, because Captain America, the, the first Avenger, is one of the best origin movies I've ever seen. I I loved it more than four, to be honest. Like, I, look, four was a great movie, but Captain America: The First Avenger was more emotional to me. Because Steve Rogers, Chris Evans as Steve Rogers is one of the best castings. They have done awesome castings in all their movies. But I think Chris Evans as Steve Rogers is almost, you know, it's at the level of Robert, Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Who Yeah, I totally agree with you. Chris Evans was a complete surprise. Especially after the fact that he was in the Bombs, Fantastic Four, and the sequel to Fantastic Four. Which, thank God, Fox is uh, redoing, uh, rebooting. But uh, I, I completely agree. Chris Evans was the best call for that movie, and he looks like Steve Rogers. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's going to be yeah, – I just – I was floored at how good it was. And they, even in Captain America, uh, they made – they poked fun at themselves in terms of costume. And you'll see if you haven't seen it. Like I said, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. But uh, it's a great movie. Oh, yeah. So they showed us a trailer, and they the cat the, the the whole cast was there. The, the majority of the cast was there. We had Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, Kobe Smulders. We had um, Frank Biello, who's playing Crossbones. We had Sebastian Stan, who's going to play re- reprise his role as Bucky. And spoiler alert: I think it's this is not a spoiler alert because this comic has been out for years. He is the Winter Soldier, and we had what? Samuel. <laughs> oh my god! Ah! We had Sam Jackson there. Every we time had... Andy screams like a little girl, drink five drinks. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Don't drink and drive, kids. And and there's another drink <laughs> yeah. because we if, said kids. If that's really the message we get yeah, out. Yeah, we had, um, we had the comments. actor who play, who's going to play the Falcon. I think it, his name is, uh, what is... What is his name? Anthony something uh he was because he was hilarious on the panel like i he oh good lord he was hilarious he anthony mackie was also there uh who's gonna who's gonna wait falcon he was just freaking hilarious and um so and and it was a great panel they were talking about that you know the relationship between and um, between uh black widow and captain america is gonna get deeper we're gonna you know we go oh we also saw um we also saw, what's her name, Emily Wankamp from Revenge on ABC. Uh, Emily who's gonna, Van, yeah, Van yeah, yeah. Who's, who just happens to be Canadian, by the way. Woo! And um, you know she's gonna play Agent Thirteen slash Sharon Carter uh, in the movie. Like it was, uh, they they were all. It was a great panel, and um, uh, there was I, something I kept thinking about during the, this panel was that. Out of all these people that I could see on Shield, I think we might see Emily Wenkamp because she's she's the agent. Uh, you know what? Uh, sorry, I gotta cut you off. Uh, I don't think I don't know if we will because she's in the show Revenge. But it's on it's on the same network as AB, which is ABC, and something that's quite normal when an actor has done something that is for a network 
<laughs> that oh like let, let's say um Kelly Hu who plays Shana White on Arrow she is now having a new show uh, that is called Hundred on the CW and but because she, she is now on the same network and known for two roles, she she is going to be able to do a few episodes of Arrow still. And I, I think, you know what? I stand corrected. I stand corrected. About <laughs> what? That she's not going to show up? No, 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 no. I'm with you. I'm listening. Yeah, like I'm, I, she might show up for an episode or two, maybe not a big role. But I think because it's ABC, I think a deal can be work can be can be worked out because you know why not? And I think that could be good to fl- give us some more. You know, we can have some more appearances by minor characters um, in, in in on the show, but I'm just saying that I think it's possible. Uh, when I was that was something I was thinking about during that panel, like who, of, which one of these people could show up pretty soon. I know that Sam Jackson he's expressed a huge interest to be on the show. Like, he, just, oh, even you if, know what? He's gonna be on the show. Yeah, hey, are you kidding me? They're gonna put Agent Coulson on the show, at, like obviously as a regular, and not have. Samuel Jackson show up even as a cameo. Come on, yeah, he's he, gonna I, be there. I think he will, will hear his voice uh, this season at least, or we'll see him in a like in a recording on a computer screen or something on iPad. Yeah, and also I I think that because Marvel is owned by Disney, which is a uh, which is, are, do, do they own ABC? Yes. Yeah. So uh, I wasn't sure if they own ABC if they were working together with ABC. Oh, no, they own it. They own ABC. <laughs> so I think that the deals that they might have. And let, 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 you know, this is something we can talk about, like speculation about the, um, the ca- new cast members. I think that in their in their contracts, I think there might be something in for them for the, for to possibly show up in the movies later on. Because how can you have a Shield show? Because that's this is okay. Let's talk a little bit about Shield because this has to do with Captain America as well. How can you have a Shield show and not ha- uh, that it's a huge presence in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and then never sh- have? Colton show show back up again or any of these new agents well you know i think they really want to i i I agree with you i think i think we will see cameos and but i think really what i've read of what joss whedon has said too is he really thinks that sure there'll be light touches and connections to uh between the movies and the show really wants to show it live on its own uh having said that uh again i'm on board with you andy and i think that all Let's. They already have an idea of actors they want to have in a certain episode, and they've probably already negotiated. Okay, if I'm in one episode, here's how much. Here's how much you're going to pay me, and then they just know going forward that. Oh wait, wait, wait Whenever wait, we I, have this person, we're going to pay them Sam Jackson, eight million dollars. I think Sam Jack, Sam, Sam Jackson. He's probably going to do like incredibly cheap because he's a he's a nerd himself, and I think he loves this role so much. I think he would be fine with do, coming one day and doing something. I think everyone would love that Samuel Jackson would do that, and he seems like that kind of guy. But you know what? In the end, he'll get paid. He will get paid, but is he going to get? Like, I don't think he's going to get like a, like eight million to show no, up. No, I was that was obviously a joke. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I I think he'll get whatever they negotiate. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I like yeah, like Chris said that Joss really wants the show to be on stand on its own while having all these connections. But it's not like we, you know, I when I when I talk about connection, I don't want the season finale of season one of Shield to be like, oh, cliffhanger, Captain America shows up and says this enemy that's going to show up in Avengers two is, is here, or something like that. We will yeah. talk about we, we're going to talk about a little bit of Avengers soon. So, but but like I I I could see them having, I could see Coulson 
maybe later on in the in the Avengers series of movies, finally show up and say, "Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back," and they're like, "Huh?" I know Rob Downey Jr. has expressed interest um, to be on the show. He uh, he's open to anything. So, yeah, and, I think you know what I think that you've seen the pilot. It's going to be a hit, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's a great pilot. I think it's. Yeah, it's gonna be a great. It's gonna be a great fall with Arrow season two and and Shield season one. It's gonna be waiting for, for waiting for a big treat, baby. Yeah. Now, now, if I can, Andy, correct me if I'm wrong. So let's. Uh, yes, this is our first unofficial official Shield uh, Helicarrier Hellicar- Shield uh, Agents of Shield podcast. Um, but let's sort of switch gears a bit. This is episode zero. Uh, let's talk a bit more about some other things you saw at. Uh, Yes. At San Diego, and we'll come back to, don't worry, yeah, uh, exactly. Shield fans, we'll come back yeah. to Shield. So, okay, so let's wrap up Captain America before we go into Guardians right. of the Galaxy. So, yeah, it, it, the trailer looked amazing. I hope they release it soon because why, why? That's what I really don't like about Comic Con, which is like they show us trailers and then they don't release it to the general audience. Like, that's. Do you want to kind of build up some buzz about your movies or the t- or your TV show? So, but this is the best way to do it, though. You have, sorry, you have exclusive Comic Con only trailers. I know, which is, the, I... which is the gift to the fans who actually get to go there, and then you get them talking about. It. We're talking about it right now. This is exactly okay. what they want. I think it's great. Okay, so, okay, that's a good point. So let's go into Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. That was. They had some surprises as well, because... Oh, sorry, by the way, Captain America Winter Soldier comes out in theaters on April 4th, 2014. Exactly. And um, while we're at it, let's also tell people when For the Dark World comes out, which is on November November 8th, 2013. There you go. So now, let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. So on the panel, we had... we had Chris Pratt, who's going to play Star-Lord. Zoe Saldana as Gamora. We had Dave, ba- Dave Bautista as Drax the Destroyer. Lee Pace as Ronan Accuser. Michael Rooker as Yondu. Karen Gillian as ne- ne- Nebula. Karen Gillian, ha- woo! Woo! Uh, and I, I'm sorry, I have to jump in. She's from Doctor Who, uh, the most recent, before Clara, the most recent companion with her husband Rory on the show Doctor Who with Matt Smith. Okay, keep going. Yeah. We had um, Benito del Toro, Toro as the collector who showed up there, and we also I'm I'm don't I'm totally gonna butcher this name, but Digimon Hansua as Korath, and also director James Gunn, and we got to see an amazing trailer. They and had, we apologize for the butchering of any names. Uh, please get in touch with us over Twitter and let us know if we totally messed it up. <laughs> yeah, because really, we're your humble servants. Oh yeah. So and they 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 just started shooting like like a week or two ago, but they still had a trailer prepared, and I knew they were gonna have a trailer because you can put a tra- you, you can do scenes in eight days and have something prepared for Comic Con. Yeah, and, and it comes uh, out August first, twenty fourteen. By the way. Yeah. So and it's um oh my god. So in f- four days and a year from now, we're gonna have Guardians of the Galaxy. So that's gonna be cool. The trailer showed a lot. Of, a lot of Chris Pratt's uh, Star Lord, and he's he's hilarious. He was so hilarious in that trailer. I think it's going to be an entertaining movie as heck. Um, then all the characters who are going to be aliens like Gamora and Drax the Destroyer, they do they've done some great makeup job on that. 
um, Dave Bautista as Drax the Destroyer. It's there's actually um, there's actually a concept art photo right now out on their Facebook page, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, where you can see how they look like, how they're gonna look like in the movie, and it looks fantastic. We got to see Groot and uh, Rocket Raccoon, <laughs> uh, but we didn't get to know who the, know who voiced them yet. They did. Uh, James Gunn did say that that we're gonna we, he's gonna they're gonna announce it in a few weeks, and hopefully. The rumor that David Tennant was going to voice Rocket Raccoon is true. Who is all? He was all. Oh, that's he, cool. Yeah, because and also another Doctor Who connection. He was the tenth Doctor, and you will get to see him. He's one of the best Doctors, folks. Yeah, and, and you're going to see him. Uh, you're going to see him join the eleventh Doctor, Matt Smith, this uh, on November twenty third, twenty thirteen, on the fiftieth anniversary of Doctor Who. Just so you know, but going back to Guardians of the Galaxy, the trailer. So looked- yeah, and speak. Sorry, speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, I just looked it up because the internet is smarter than both of us. Uh, Korath the Pursuer, uh, we uh, we butchered <laughs> we butchered the actor's name. Uh, anyway, he'll be. It's pronounced Jimon Hansu. Will be playing Korath the Pursuer. See what? See guys, why I picked him as my co-host. He's gonna. He's going to be able to help me out a lot. Oh, really? Why think when the internet can think for you? But yeah, that, that's Ex- exactly. Why, why should you know? Who needs who needs brains? <laughs> but okay, so the trailer was. I hope they release a teaser soon because I think because Guardians of the Galaxy, and not a lot not a lot of people know about it. They don't know much about these characters. You know, it's true, and um, I never really paid attention to them. Uh, I, I obviously grew up reading a lot of Marvel, a lot of DC, but. Um, I never read Guardians of the Galaxy until they just relaunched it this year. And if you get a chance to get your hands there, they're, they just finished issue four, issue five, and then comes out next week or the week after. If you get a chance, go to your local comic shop, get down there, pick up a book, ask them for Guardians of the Galaxy, and pick up issues one through four, and even five if you get down there when it comes out. You will not be disappointed. The writing and the art is fantastic. Who's and, writing it? Ah, oh, crap. Uh, you know what? I'm going to have to double check that. But... It is fantastic. So is it a uh, is it an, an origin it's a really story? Good book. Solid book. Pardon me. Is it an origin story? Uh, you know what? There's a Guardians of the Galaxy issue. I think they did a zero point one that I picked up. Zero point one. Uh, yeah, it's actually it's very very good. So so there you go. There's my take on the uh, on the comics. Yeah. So and that's it's Brian a, Michael Bendis. Jesus. Oh, he's fa- he's a fantastic writer. <sighs> Guys, Bendis, pick it up. Pick it up. It's true. Pick it up, and uh, while you're at it, please hit me over the head for not remembering. I clearly read way too many books. I have a stack of about sixty oh, comic oh, books I still have to read. He so. does. So, but the, one of the biggest surprises was okay. It was okay. I'm going to talk. Okay, best part of the panel. First, hear, hearing Dave Batista expressing how how much this role means to him. That you know, he cried apparently a lot after he got it because. You know, if, if for those of you who doesn't know it, he is uh, a w, w, a WWE wrestler. So, and he's he's not he you know he he wants to become an actor now as well. He's done a couple of movies and so on. But you know, I think this is his biggest role so far. Oh, for sure. And you know, when you when you get um, and the best part about it is he already has a history of fake fighting. So, you know, fake. Oh, Chris. Wrestling. Yeah. What? Well, what, what do you He's mean? He's still fake? an athlete. I'm not taking it away from him. F- fake fighting? Wrestling is fake fighting. It's fun. It's entertainment. It's called WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. Okay, I don't watch it, but 
really. I think Moa Wetal Comics, if he's even listening still, is going to kick me in the butt for that for saying that. Fake, fu- oh. dude. They look pretty hurt, hurt after they've fought each other. Of course, they look hurt, and I'm sure they are hurt. But okay, let's talk about the hey, movie. And by the way, I say this from being a wrestling fan, uh, well, lapsed wrestling fan. So I haven't watched wrestling in quite a while, but I did enjoy it for many years. Okay, who would, who would win between Bautista and The Rock? Oh, The Rock. But you aren't crazy? They, but aren't they like the exact same size? This I know. Although it might be pretty close, actually. He's a bit of a badass, Bautista. I actually, um, I've been actually, I, I've been harsh on uh, The Rock for a while. But when on the plane to New York, I saw G.I. Joe Retaliation. And it was because, like, all the other movies were so bad, and I, some of the movies I already seen. So I was like, okay, let's see what it's all about. And The Rock, you know, he people who people who want him for Luke Cage should, um, I don't know, they should think it think about it one more time. But The Rock isn't that bad of an actor. He's not the best actor, but he's not the worst actor. You know, but, I thought he was great, and he was perfect in GI Joe Retaliation. Yeah, he was. He was the the actor I enjoyed the most. I, I don't. I didn't really care that much for the other actors. He and and after that, I was like, you know what? I was a bit harsh on it. But I, I, if he, I don't know. He wants. He, I, apparently, he wants to play Luke Cage, and I'm like, no, sorry. But let's go back. Dave Bautista's speech about getting the role. Apparently, he and James Gunn said that he he kept the the reason why he, Dave got the role was not because because his physique was because of his acting. And that feels really good to hear. Some people think that he's that Drax is not going to talk a lot because apparently he doesn't talk a lot in the comics. But I hope he talks a lot in the movie. Uh, you know what? I think he'll talk with his fists, which will be great. But I think they'll give him some if he's if they're happy with his acting chops, which is which is uh, awesome. Give you time to drink. Uh, <laughs> if they're happy with his acting chops, then they're definitely going to give him some lines. They're not just going to let him float out there and yeah, because and, uh, I don't like that. I don't like. That. I, I think. I, I I've seen him in one acting thing, and that was in an episode of Smallville, and he was supposed to be like a like a bit of a monster. So maybe his dialogue wasn't that good. But this is an alien. Aliens are pretty intelligent. So you know you can. And he he's I think he's a big I think he's a big character in the comic. I I think he's a good a big part of Thanos. Yeah, you know what? It's uh, it's actually gonna be interesting to see. Um... How they, I think they're going to bring Thanos into Guardians of the Galaxy, quite frankly. I've, I'm sure of it. I, they, I because think... they've already announced that uh, Avengers 2, uh, and this isn't spoiling anything because it's not giving anything away, but will be called Age of Ultron. Yeah. So really, Thor, uh, Thanos is not going to be in Avengers 2, and if he is, it'll be a minor role. I think they used Avengers 1, spoiler alert, uh, to introduce Thanos so they could use him in Guardians of the Galaxy. And maybe later on in Avengers Three, because I think that yeah. in the end they have to go face to face to with Thanos. Oh, for sure, for sure. The, the major surprise at Comic Con was when Chris Hardwick, who's the the, um, the the host of the Nerdist podcast, which is an amazing podcast, check it out. I think he did. I think sorry. I think he ended up doing. He did like ten or eleven panels. I he did. He did Warner Brothers and Legendary Pictures and Marvel, and I was like, this dude is awesome. I. I hope I hope to meet I hope I can meet him one day because he's he's a badass. So and, and you know what, sir? You know, folks, I'm going to jump in for one quick sec, Andy. Uh, as, as I'm sure you can all tell, we're we're kind of uh, Andy and I are jump back and forth between different topics here and there. I hope you like that. I hope it keeps your attention. Uh, this is episode zero, so uh, so keep 
keep uh, listening because uh, we got a lot more good stuff to come here. So keep going, Andy. Back to back to the nerdist. Yeah, he's, he was amazing, and we love him because we're big nerds too. Yeah, he was asking Karen Gillian about his her character Nebula, and he and uh, he asked, "Isn't your character bald in the comics?" And she said, "Yes." And I may have done something really crazy, and she puts up her hands and, go, and it goes towards her head, and her hair is a wig. Karen Gillan shaved her head for this role, and she still looked hot. By the she way, she is hot. She's still hot. I shaved look, head, hair doesn't matter. I don't care about hair. That's the thing. So, and I, the, the only thing I thought about in that moment was that this is an actress who really commits to her projects. Because oh, sure. she instead of going like, look, I don't say it's a bad thing to have a bald cap, but I I don't know why it's such a big attention thing whenever a girl shaves her head. It doesn't really matter to me, but I just felt like that's commitment. Yeah. And um, and she threw her wig away to the audience. She was like, no, 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 I wasn't supposed to. Oh, and Chris just started like, oh, go, oh, Lord, what's going to happen with that wig? I don't want to know what's going to happen with, with that wig. Somebody was like, eBay, eBay, Gary Gillis wig for, for sale. I don't know. But that was really amazing to see that she was that commitment and it, it committed to do it. And it, she looks still, she still looks beautiful. I think she's going to be a badass villain. Oh, she's going to be great. If you I, ever saw um, the Doctor Who episode of The Girl Who Waited, uh, there's a really good hint of just kind of how she can play a badass. Well, Amy Pond was always a badass. Uh, but still, this episode, episode in particular. One of the best episodes ever of Doctor Who. The girl yeah. who waited. Yeah. And um, so that was amazing. It was Michael Rooker was hilarious. He uh, he was talking a little bit about his character on The Walking Dead. And um, he and Karen were sitting together because they're bold. Like, he has a mohawk, but he's, you know, he's almost bold, like, on the sides. And so it was. It, Chris was like, you know, it's just amazing to see you two sitting together. Um, no, but it was a really fun panel. Chris Pratt is awesome. So is Haldana. I saw it in Star Trek One recently. Yes, guys, I saw Star Trek One for a few, a few weeks ago. But you know what? At least I did it eventually. My oh mom, my god! Are you kidding? That's it. This is the end of the podcast. My mom has look. At least I've seen it now. My people like my mom. They will never see it. So, but I loved it. And I loved her. And she's gonna be awesome as a Gamora. And, and just uh, uh, just on a side note, her wig is not on eBay yet. <laughs> wow, he looked it up, um, guys. This is my host. No. It's amazing, folks. I don't know if you can ever get a computer or a phone near your hands while you're talking, but there's no way I could chew gum while talking and looking up something on the internet. But I can do two things, not three things at once. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, they, they were they were talking about the uh, movie and so on. They haven't shot a lot, so they couldn't tell us much. But it was a great panel, and um, and then that people um some people were like, when they walked out, and Kevin Feige was about to leave, people were like, no, and he came <laughs> back. He's like, wait, I have one more thing. I brought a friend, Josh Whedon, John, and um, he comes out and says that I don't have anything to show you or tell you, but I have something. The room goes black. And we start hearing dialogues from the, the some of the other Avengers movies like Captain America 4 and Iron Man and so on. The Avengers name comes up in red letters and Age of Ultron. Now, and that, w that was the end of Hall Age that day. So, but to, here's the thing. And let, let's talk a little bit about, about Age of Ultron. People have been very curious, curious uh, of 
this announcement. Not they've been excited, but curious because Ultron is created by Ant Man, uh, Henry Pym, who's going to have his own yeah. movie. Hank Pym. Hank Pym. Hank- Henry Pym. Same thing. Keep okay. going. I keep. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep going. So he's gonna have his own movie on in November 2015, for the first movie in, in Phase Three. But it doesn't seem like he's gonna be in, in Avengers Two. So how can Ultron exist? People. Are, some people are thinking that Tony will actually create <laughs> Ultron, and something will go horribly wrong. And I wanted to ask my, you. No, go on, Chris. My sorry. My guess is here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna have the Ant Man movie. Uh, something horribly is going to go wrong in the Ant-Man movie. Who's gonna, he's going to create Ultron in that movie. Something horrible will go wrong with his character, which is why he won't be in Avengers 2. But Now it'll be up to the Avengers to clean up his mess. Here's the thing. Avengers 2 comes out before Ant-Man. I retract everything I just said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's the reason why... Yeah, that, that's you think why. Tony Stark will... I don't, I don't think... It, I, I was, that's one of the ma- major... I think that's a bit of a stretch, though, don't you? Well, he... Okay, he's a he's a freaking genius. So why not? Maybe he's because spoiler by the end of Iron Man three. Spoiler! 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 There, end of yeah. Iron Man three. End of Iron Man three. Okay, go. He doesn't have, you know, he all the suits are gone, and it's kind of like he has to like, you know, go back to the beginning. To, you, know, you know, he can build everything. He can, he knows how to do it, but he just has to build new stuff. And maybe Ultron. Is he's like, oh, you know what, guys? I can't. I don't want to be Iron Man. Like, I don't want to have that kind of role anymore in the team. So, I'm gonna build you this robot who's gonna help you guys. And or, Ultron will show up, and it will it will be revealed at the end of the movie that the creator is still out there, and that's how it goes into Ant Man. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I guess we'll just have to see and see. Yeah, but it was a cool announcement, and you know, Mar- all the panels from all the movie studios, especially Warner Bros. and Marvel was, and Fox, uh, was fantastic. So, yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Um, I wish I had more to say. You can watch the panels on YouTube. But yeah, so that's um, we don't. I don't think we have. We can't say more m- much about Shield. To be honest, I can. Um, well, I think we we've exhausted our resources. Yeah, we, 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 oh, however, I can ask you this, um, this um, Chris. What are you cool. most excited about this sh- about this show? What char- you know? What are you excited about to see in these new characters and Coulson and like how, like how? What are, are your pre? You know, what are your feelings about the show in advance? Uh, my feelings about the show, quite frankly, I am excited, very excited to see this. Um, I have all the faith in the world that Joss Whedon is. Uh, is setting this up right and putting it in the right hands. The cast is going to be fantastic. Uh, obviously, I'm a big uh, Ming-Na Wen fan, so I think that I, I look forward to seeing her uh, completely kick ass and uh, and see how her character develops. I'm looking forward to seeing some of the young ca- characters, uh, the unknown act, sort of. I mean, this, no disrespect. No, but no, no, they are the unknown. Past, but uh, they're, they're virtually unknown characters who will will bring things uh, bring things to the screen that we'll just love. And obviously, you know, how can you go, go wrong with the character of Agent Coulson? Uh, we already know his character. He's going to be the glue. And uh, I, I liken this show, The Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It feels like in everything I've read and everything I've watched, and uh, for all of you who were, who were fans of this show at one time, 
the X-Files. This feels like where X-Files meets superheroes to me. It's sort of, uh, yeah, I just, that's how I feel about this, this universe. It'll, it's similar to the, and I apologize to make comparisons of one great show to a new show, but, uh, that's, that's what I think. Did you ever see, I, I guess you saw, um, did you, did you ever see Buffy and Angel? You know, I never got into it. Um, yeah, I just never got okay. into it. I, I should, but well, to uh, me, you know, there's too many things to watch now. <laughs> to me, this show feels like a, combi- a, a mixture between Torchwood and Angel with superheroes. I think that because they have the, the whole investigation part down and everything. So that's what, that's what I feel about the show. And, uh, you know, but, uh, beyond seeing the pilot, I'm really excited for it as well. I think the cast is amazing. It's going to, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a good start of, because we need some more superhero shows on, superhero shows on TV. Because we, we uh, have, what we don't need is another cape. I never saw it, so. Oh my God. I heard it was bad. It was horrible. Oh my God. The NBC completely dropped the ball. Well, NBC, ha- well, did my you God. see their attempt at Wonder Woman? Well. Let's not even start start talking about that one. No, but um, no, I, we, I, me, I'm just as excited as Chris. And um, I, one thing I really hope is that these new these new five characters, Melinda May, Grant Ward, Sky, Leo Fitz, and Gemma Simmons, I hope they will become parts of the comic, uh, a part of the comics. Um, mm. Because something that Arrow does, they do a digital comic every week. So yeah. maybe they could do something for Shield as well to flesh out more of the characters when we can't get everything on this on the big screen. Well, you know, I think you'll definitely see a spinoff. Um, for example, uh, Show Grimm, which is one of my favorite shows, by the way. Uh, the Show Grimm, I remember I interviewed, I had a chance to interview the producers before the show aired uh, a couple of years ago, and I asked them at the time, I said, will we see, this is the perfect kind of show for a comic, will we see a comic? And they just released a comic. Issue 1 came out about two months ago. But uh, especially with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Marvel, I think you have to know, they've already introduced Coulson into the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the comics, and you have to know they're going to do they're going to do either web comics or digital digital only comics for Agents of Shield because it's going to be so popular, right? So, yeah. So let's get now. Let's get some links out. So you know how you can follow us. You know what sites you should yeah. follow and so on. I have sorry. I have one more note on Agents of Shield. Go. Uh, so Kobe Smulders, who right now is uh, filming the last season of How I Met Your Mother, which is a hilarious show that you should all watch. Uh, she's in, uh, she'll be making appearances in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And uh, she's even said at Comic-Con, she said that if the opportunity came up for her to be in episodes, uh, she'd gladly jump at it. And I think that's where you see, like, that she plays Maria Hill uh, in the movies and on the show now. And I think you're definitely going to see her be more of a tie between the movies and, and uh, the show down the road, I think, more than you would see, say, Samuel L. Jackson, who might only make one appearance. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I think she's a great character. I think she she should definitely be on the show. So it's uh, yeah, it was it was actually announced the same day that she was going to be part of the show, in yeah. some capacity. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know she's a great actress. And um, yeah, bring on the hill. And, all right, so let's go. Let's go to the let's go to the old social media world and uh, yeah, get all the goods out there yeah. for everybody. Get so, your pens ready. Get your pens ready. Yeah, uh, and and bookmarks. Okay, so. <laughs> 
um, the first, the first, the website that we are going to be using here as a source for information the most, like for episode descriptions, spoilers, um, titles, and whatever, is going to be ShieldSite. So ShieldSite.net, it is, which is a uh, a website that Craig Byrne, my boss and a good friend of mine, owns. Um, you can check it out. He's um, he just posted up a, a few days ago an interview with Clark Gregg. Which you can check out. So let's say that once one more time for everybody. Shieldsite.net. .net. Okay, folks? Shieldsite.net. Remember that. Yeah, and you, you can follow the website on Facebook. You can follow him on Twitter, at Shieldsite. And uh, make sure to give, uh, tell him that we sent you from Helicare Podcast. I'm following it now. And by the way, Shieldsite uh, on Twitter, at Shieldsite. Yeah, he, he posts some great content and... Um, Throughout his other websites, so and he, you know, he pe- people who grew up with Smallville will knows what Krypton site is. It is the, one of the major websites on the internet for Smallville, and he's created Green Air TV and so on. So check them out and Shield site as well. And uh, now you can uh, you can follow the, the the Twitter handler for us for our podcast mm-hmm. is at Shield Assemble. I know it. I don't know. Some, a friend of mine recently said that really, you really needed to call it at Shield Assemble. Here's the thing: all the, the some of the names that I wanted was already taken, and I think at Shield Assemble kind of gives a. It, it has a great Marvel feel to it because you know Avengers Assemble and Shield Assemble and so on. And uh, you know, I think sorry, Andy. I think people are going to be so blown away with how awesome our podcast is. That uh, I should pat myself on the back, and so should you. Uh, that they're going to follow Shield Assemble, and it's easy to remember. There's no underscores, there's no nothing. It's just she- at Shield Assemble, and quite frankly, I like it. So there you go. That's good to hear. So it is great to hear. Yeah, it's great at, to say it. Yeah, at Shield Assemble. <laughs> uh, if you want to find it on the on the website, uh, go to acrosstoairways.com/slash/shieldpodcast, and um, you can follow me. At Samaritan93, you can check out my work at KisaTV.com and Comicosity. And Chris, where can people yeah. find you? Uh, yep, yeah, thanks. Uh, so yeah, just uh, uh, sorry, <clears throat> I was going to clarify for Andy. So uh, it was it was hard to hear you there, Andy. So uh, at Samaritan93 is is uh, Andy's uh, Twitter, um, and uh, so I am on Twitter at Comic underscore Canuck. That's C-O-M-I-C underscore C-A-N-U-C-K. Comic underscore Canuck. And our website is at Comic B Therapy. So C-O-M-I-C, the letter B, and the word therapy. At Comic B Therapy. Yeah. And uh, And our website is comicbooktherapy.com. Yes. And let's get out. uh, If you want to follow the cast and the crew of... um, Agent Shield. You can follow Clark Gregg at Clark Gregg, Mingna Wen at Mingna, Elizabeth Henstridge, who's going to play Agent Gemma Simmons at Lil underscore Henstridge. You can follow Chloe Bennett, who's going to play the Mysterious Sky at Chloe Bennett for Jed Whedon, executive producer of Shield at Jed Whedon, and Marissa Tankor. I'm sorry if I butchered your last name, Marissa <laughs> at Mo T. T- a N C H A R O E N. You can follow uh, 
let's see, who else do we have? We also have Brett Dalton, who's going to play the, the, the tough agent Grant Ward at, let's see, at I am Brett Dalton. And you can and uh, even though he hasn't used his Twitter account in a year, follow Ian D. Kester, who's going to play Leo Fitz, at I, uh, IDE Kester. Uh, um, uh, I, can't, I can't pronounce names, guys. I'm going <laughs> to... You know what? Here, let me help you out here. Yeah. If, uh, if you're looking for all the, all of the Twitter handles... Um, you know, the easiest way to also to is to uh, search them. Just search Google, type in the actor's name, and put uh, like, for example, put Ming Na Wen on Twitter, and it'll bring it up right away. Yeah, uh, that kind of thing. So just put the actor's name. Easy search. I'm sure we all know how to use Google. Uh, just to help you out and to help Andy out because yeah. he's butchering all these names. You bastard. Yeah. <laughs> and last and finally, you can also follow Josh Sweden at Josh Sweden, and uh, you can check out their website. That you have at abc.go.com slash shows slash Marvel's Age of Shield. And there, there they have all the information for the show, photos and traders and so on. And um, yeah, I think, un- unless we don't have anything else to say, you know, we are going to. This, this I think. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I didn't know if you were wrapping up. You were just wrapping up Agents of Shield. Well, we can, we can talk about other things. I, well, I think you need to tell your John Berriman story. My John Berman story. Okay, folks, here's the thing. So John Berman, uh, fantastic actor, great guy. He starred on Doctor Who series, and then he eventually uh, turned into his own, went on to his new own show called Torchwood, which ran for five seasons. And he's also on the show Arrow. And he's uh, Andy is a huge fan, as am I. And Andy got to meet Mr. Berman, and just sort of give an idea of just the generosity of Mr. Barrowman and what happened with your photo op. Yeah, so I was sitting upstairs where you get the badges in the bag and so on, and um, I saw see on Facebook that he's downstairs writing books, uh, signing books and doing photos. So you ran downstairs Yeah, I at ra- breakneck speeds to go meet him. Yeah, get there. yeah and uh, his sister is there as well, and his his longtime partner, Scott Jill, who are, they are who now married. Yes. Yeah, congratulations, Scott and John. Congratulations, you guys. Awesome, awesome. I hope they listen to the podcast. That would be so awesome. Uh, drink! So That's three drinks in the last yeah, four seconds. So I'm, I'm there to pay my... I'm, I'm there to buy a book. And by drink, of course, we mean any type of... It could be water. It could be booze. It's up to you, really. Soda. Soda, yes. Yeah. Yes, might as well go for a soda. Yeah, so uh, I purchased one of his books, which is Tortured Exodus Code by him and his sister, Carol Berman. And they're... The handler asks me, like, tells me the price, and I'm like, okay, I only have, uh, oh. And the book I'll... was Torchwood Exodus Code, correct? Yes. And I'm, okay. I'm going to pay it, and I'm, I'm like, I only have 100, and his sister just starts laughing her ass off. She's like, oh, you only have 100. Like, I think it was the way I said it. Because, uh, I didn't say, like, a diva. I just said it, I think I said it kind of, I don't even remember how I said it, but I, I just said it in a way, and she felt it was funny, and we have a gr- I had a great chat with her. We were deciding what photo to take, uh, pick um, for, for John to sign because there were some John Berman photos of him as uh, Captain Jack and as his character on Arrow. And uh, we we picked a Torchwood photo. Then I go over to him. Uh, we were because uh, and I don't I can't I still can't believe how the way I acted because it was it was kind of like I wasn't even that shy. I was kind of like how should I say it? Not obnoxious. No, I wasn't obnoxious, but I was kind of. It was like kind of. I was treating him as I as as I as if I knew him already. 
and um, so and that's just the kind of guy that he is. Yeah. It's so he nice. he. I said you know we shook hands. I said hi, and um, we were talking about a photo and the book. And Carol uh, comes and steps in and says, "Oh, me and Anna, we already talked about what photo to, to for you to sign." And I'm like, "Yeah, we chat. We and we all yeah, and like we had you know we talked on Twitter and so I don't even know why about Twitter, but then." John asked in the most adorable way ever, are you following me on Twitter, Andy? I'm like, yes, of course I am. You're my role model. I follow you everywhere. And then I go, wait, wait, let me rephrase that. That doesn't make me sound like a stalker. <laughs> I follow you. I follow you everywhere legally. And he looks, looks in my eye deeply, yes, for a few seconds and says, hey, it's all right. And I'm like, okay, fair. And then Andy fainted, and uh, I was, about, I was gonna faint. I was struggling with like, don't faint, Andy, you, because you have nobody that can catch you right now. So, and he signs my book, and then he says, so you, you wanted a photo as well? I'm like, yeah. Although, if I could afford it, I would buy you as well. And he starts laughing and says, well, anything is negotiable. And the whole table laughs, and I blush and blush. I start to blush, and I'm like. Oh my god, I just said that to him. And he signs the photo, blows it, and then says gives it gives gives it to me and says, I just blew myself for you, Andy. And I start <laughs> laughing because it's it's a it's John Berman. Anything with him is dirty. And we shake hand and we hear and I But dirty in a good way. Yeah, of course. How is anything dirty with John Berman a bad thing? You crazy you. So um, and he goes off to go do his photo op a few minutes later. So I had to go towards the booth, buy my ticket. But here's the thing: sometimes I'm I'm a klutz, so I I, I get lost from the fo- photo session, and I but and I asked like eight security guards if they could help me, but they couldn't because they were bad. So then who do I run into? But Scott, his husband. And he helped me find John. And when it's my turn to take a photo with John, the horror happens. I had lost my ticket. I I think I bumped into a per- I, I think I bumped into a person, and he must have accidentally either taken it, or he must have fall fall into his uh, bag or whatever. I started. I, I'm 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 about to faint or cry at, at the same time. A lesson to learn here, kids. A lesson to learn is when you're at any kind of co- comic convention and you have those tickets for photos or autographs or what have you. Do not lose them because what's about to happen next doesn't usually happen at all. So just keep that in mind. Go ahead. Yeah. So John, but then John, who is both he's a hero on screen and off screen as well, and says to his handler, "Hey, I will take care of it." And I'm about to start crying, but I, I hold it back because I'm I can't start crying now. So we, you know, we we do our pose, which was I might post it later on Twitter or something, but it's um. How would you describe that photo, Chris? Um, let's see. Friendly. Interesting. Okay. So, <laughs> well, well, it's a I, nice picture. Yeah, I, I kind of hug him in the photo, and he kind of hugs me back. And then after the photo was taken, I, he said, I said to him, "Can I give you a real hug this time?" And he said, "Of course you can." And and we hug. And the last thing he says to me, "Now, Andy, promise me you will do something nice for somebody else." And I said, "I will." And that's the story of how I met John Berman. There's your how <laughs> much. There's your. There's your How I Met Your Mother spinoff. No, I'm kidding. No, but it was great meeting John Berman. It, you know, Marvel Comic Con was fantastic. Shield, John Berman. Um, I got to meet Mandy Ben, who plays Slay Wilson on Arrow. All the panels that I got to see, and you know, then coming home and getting to do this episode 
with this great co co-host of mine and uh, i hope i hope you I, i'm sorry we're all over the place but this is episode zero and this is you know get to not only to get to know us but get to know how we are as podcasters and so remember guys follow at sheila symbol follow at samaritan 93 comic underscore connect uh, comic book therapy, Shield side, Age of Shield, and uh, tune in for the series premiere of Marvel's Age of Shield at Tuesday, September September twenty fourth, eight p.m. on ABC, and for your Canadians on CTV. Exactly. So, until next time, I'm Agent Annie Bakht, and I'm Agent Chris Duker. Have fun, kids. Talk to you soon. Have fun, kids. Yeah.